welcome to the Lipsticks Podcast, where your hosts are myself, Jess Peace, and the wonderfully charming and podcast better half, Sarah McDowell. What is the Lipsticks Podcast? Well, it's a podcast all about having good, honest, gay chat. Each episode, we'll be chatting about our own experiences, what's going on in the LGBTQ plus community, finding out news to debate and discuss, and basically just having a good old gay time. Some honest chat brought to you by two lovely, if I am biased myself, gays. Just a bit of a disclaimer, this is just our opinion and our own experiences on things that matter to us about, you know, having good honest gay chat, gay matters that sort of affect us in our day-to-day lives and the wider community itself. Hey Sarah, how are you? I'm bloody loving the fact that you think I'm charming. <laughs> well, it's something that gets um, pushed around a little bit. Everybody seems to think that you are, so I thought I'd nod to that in the intro today. Well, I do I do practice my charming ways, you know. Um, no, I'm joking. I mean, <laughs> I just, yeah. I mean, if, I, if you find me charming, then that's good, isn't it? It's already going to a head look, you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Simmer down, simmer down. Um, I'm doing, actually, I am did my first bit of Christmas shopping today, so I'm feeling slowly getting in, like, because obviously, I don't know when this is going to go out, um, but we're recording at the big, like, we're in November, so um, I'm slowly getting to, into that Christmas spirit. Um, so yeah, I brought two Christmas presents and a Christmas decoration, so... Feeling good, feeling good. Are you? Have you started any Christmas shopping? Or oh, well, I, I absolutely love Christmas, and I started my Christmas shopping um, two months ago because I just needed some festive cheer, and I have a lot of people to buy for, so I thought I'd get in there quite early. I'm not feeling as festive this year, but I'm definitely going to try. I think. Um, it's sort of getting to that, that time of year now where you can put the fire on and get comfortable and watch a film. So I'm definitely sort of, I'm feeling that, but just a little bit slower than usual, I think. Yeah, and I think, obviously, I don't want to bang on about the dreaded C word, which is obviously corona. Um, but yeah, um, we've just been told in the UK um, that we're going into a national lockdown for a month. Um, so I'm th- feeling positive about it and hopefully numbers will come down enough and we can have a sort of normal-ish Christmas Um, because I know it's not going to be normal normal is it but um, hopefully like people can spend some time with their family and loved ones. Yeah that's a very nice positive way to look about it but until then we have more time to do some podcasting so we do and this is our <laughs> second episode Jess we've made it we've made it to the second one I'm proud of us we have I've been looking forward to it all week to be honest <laughs> I I enjoy our po- podcasting recording sessions because I feel like yes we're doing a podcast but also me and you are just having a good old chat so good old gay chat a good old gay chat, having a good old gay time. Um, I don't know what that accent was or what I was trying to do there, um, but let's just breeze over that. Um, so, uh, so this week, um, following on from last week, we obviously started with our first ever episode we were like we told our coming out stories didn't we um so we decided maybe a nice follow-up to that is sort of discussing 
how do you know when you know? And what do I mean when I say, how do you know when you know? Well, how do you know when you know that you're gay? Yeah? Yeah. It was that a really wishy-washy way of like explaining what we were talking about? No, I think I was just, to be honest, I got lost in the moment. I was just listening to you talk and then forgot that I'm also here expected <laughs> to talk. Um, but yeah, I think we felt like this would be a really good follow-on episode. Um, it's also worth saying that sometimes, you know, you don't know when you know, but we can just talk about our experiences and how we sort of came to terms with that um, and some sort of key pinnacle gay moments that sort of made it obvious that we were in fact gay yes and I mean I think I think the thing to start off with is sort of I don't know like obviously we can talk about our own experiences of how how we knew um but I I think this is a tricky one isn't it because everyone's gonna have their own experiences of this and sometimes it is hard to know isn't it and Mm. until you sort of I don't know like for me um the only time that I knew was when I started to open up to the fact that being gay was a thing as a concept (laughs) as a concept yes (laughs) Um, which was, yeah, and I was much late. So I was, well, I, I feel like I was still quite late to knowing because I was, I was 23. Do you know what I mean? Um, and yeah. Um, and for me, it was, it, it wasn't until, I don't know. Um, for me, there wasn't this one big moment. Do you know what I mean? There wasn't this one big light bulb moment. And and I don't know if that's the same for you. Uh, Oh, well, (laughs) mine's very strange. I I think, um, obviously, as we'll get into it, I don't, I don't think anybody does necessarily have a big, a big moment. Um, I think there are lots of little things that might lead up to something that's a little bit more obvious. If that makes sense. Yeah. So for me, there was like a couple of things that happened in my life um, that led up to it. So it wasn't that like I woke up one morning, this light bulb moment, like the room was covered by rainbows. And, and do you know what I mean? And <laughs> and Liza Minnelli. And <laughs> I was like, and I was like, yes, damn. I'm gay. That's a, no. For me, it was a lot of little things. Um, so those little factors um, to start off with were um, okay. So I had a lot, uh, not a lot. I don't want to. Well, I had a few relationships with men um, beforehand, and um, they just weren't working out. Um, and that was one of the factors um, because I really cared for these people. But whenever my friends were like, oh, do you love him? I was like, well, what is love? And I think if you have to ask Baby, what don't is, hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you have to ask what love is, then you, you're not in love then, are you, really? Mm. Um, so that was a factor. Another factor um, I alluded to in the previous, um, it, was that the right way of using alluded? Alluded to is to um, heavily suggest but not acknowledge. And I feel okay, like maybe we did I acknowledge it. 
Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So in my in our coming out stories, I sort of said how I realised that I fancied um, a fitness instructor, and I think I also said about oranges is a new black. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for me, there was a couple of factors. So there wasn't just this one big moment, or there wasn't this one. It wasn't like I met someone. And like, because I think that that happens, isn't it? Um, for me, there was like lots of indications. And then when I sort of had this realization and then I explored it, then I realized flipping out there, like you've been wasting your time. This is, this is, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah, that's me. So whereas I think your, your, what's your experience? Um, well, I guess, I guess mine's, um, a similar in, in a sense. I, I think again, in the last, in the previous episode, I kind of mentioned things like, um, very strongly connecting to things like gay storylines or songs that we're talking about gay love or things like that very heavily, um, almost to a point where it was kind of, you know, more heartbreaking for me to watch like a, a good old gay storyline rather than it was to watch a you know heterosexual one for some reason I just sort of really sort of felt drawn to it um but I was having to think about this earlier today just in sort of preparation and actually when I look back at it there were quite a lot of um moments that were I guess it should have been a bit more obvious um so I think you know, one would have been, you know, when all the things she said came out, the song. All the things she said, yeah. all the things she said, <laughs> running through my head, running through my head, running through my head. I've just butchered that song. I do apologise. <laughs> <laughs> Very sort of, I think, I've heard a few people mention this, like as a sexual awakening, um, or at least a gay awakening in some sense of, wow, these are two, like, two women, obviously snogging each other's faces off and missing each other. And it was just very sort of, like, wow, this is this is a thing. Like, you know, you'd sort of seen it in dribs and drabs um, on TV and in music videos and things at that time, but it was never so, like, blatantly obvious, if that makes sense. Um, so I remember that being a thing of, like, wow, like, that's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> probably still a bit young to kind of think anything of it, but I do remember thinking, like, it was cool. And then sort of gay storylines, like, on Glee and in Hollyoaks and things like that, where it was kind of, like... I don't know, just really sort of, um, really... Was it um, in Hollyoaks, uh, John Paul? John Paul and Craig, yeah, and I cried so much over that storyline. Oh, they were such a sweet couple. They were, and it was just this, such a thing of, like, connecting with it. But it wasn't until probably, um, so after my first relationship, first proper relationship with a guy, um, I started going out with friends and things like that and I remember once um I was very early 20s and one of my brother's best friends um saw me checking out a girl in a club and hang he, on Jess what like were we checking out the bum or was it <laughs> it wasn't necessarily so again like oh it's so hard to explain um so it wasn't ever that I'd seen women as these you know absolute babes that were completely sort of sexual to me or anything like that it was never like that it was just this um who is this person what are they like I want to get to know everything about this person and it was almost like to the point of um 
you know, when you have like a classic gay, like a, a gay girl crush and you're like, I just want to be their best friend and I want to know everything about them and they're so interesting and so cool and why can't I be like that? It was like that. I was sort of just checking this girl out like, oh, you know, she's so nice to look at. She holds herself so well. And then before I knew it, I was staring at her for ages. And one of my brother's friends sort of just tapped me on the shoulder and said, um, have you ever thought that you might like women? And I'd had a few drinks at this point. It was really late. And it wasn't something that I was sort of ready to sort of say to people. Um, and I almost felt a bit like a bit pissed off that he'd noticed. Um, but at the same time, it wasn't a big deal. He didn't go into it. He didn't mention it. He's not mentioned it since then. It was very sort of um, as if it was such a natural thing because it is. And I think from then I started to think, you know, I'd like gone out and I'd been out with friends and had too much to drink or, you know, like you sort of kiss your friends. That's just like a thing. Never really thought of it. Never like was never interested in it going any further than that. Um, yeah. And then I think after this one thing where somebody else had noticed it, I started to think, well, actually, you know, he's got a point. Mm. Um, so I think that's when I started to question a lot more beyond just obviously being curious. Um, and then I think, again, like I said, in the episode before, I got asked out on a date by a girl and I went and I enjoyed it and we ended up having a relationship. But I still think sort of throughout that time, it was very like, you know, am I straight and I've just fallen for a girl? Um, you know, do I primarily like men, but this this is a person that I'm attracted to. And I think it wasn't until maybe earlier this year when actually me and you Sarah were having a chat about it, when I actually turned around and said, actually, I do think I do think I like women as well, because something happened that made it very obvious to me that I did. Um, so it was like a slow build-up of, I've always been questioning, I've always been curious. Um, but it wasn't until maybe even sort of earlier this year that I was comfortable enough to say, yeah, actually, this is this is quite a big part of who I am. And I'm ready to sort of embrace that properly. Mm. I mean, it is interesting um, because when I when I had the realization and I explored it and realized, yeah, this is for me. Um, because yeah, like it just instantly felt like, I know this is going to sound really lame, but the thing that was missing wasn't anymore. (laughs) If you get, if you understand, um, and the, one of the things that I sort of struggled with, well, not struggled with, but like when I came out to my friends and stuff um, and I was in a relationship at the time and um, I got asked the question a lot, um, do you think you'd ever go back to men? And I was just, I, I mean, one, like I couldn't answer that because I was in a relationship with someone. And when you're in a relationship with someone, you can't, and it's going well, you can't really picture yourself being with someone else can yeah, you? yeah you're so, not thinking about that, that yeah time. so I couldn't really answer that and I, I see I struggle like knowing if so for example I do prefer relationships with women mm-hmm. um and also I don't know how honest to get on this podcast but also <laughs> um being intimate with both men and women women is is more formed do you know what I mean so I don't know like yeah and I think in my head 
I see myself. So when I see a future, I see myself with a woman. Do you know what I mean? I don't necessarily, I don't see myself with a guy. Um, um, (laughs) I think, so there's a couple of things that I think about this um, because it's, it's so interesting that you brought it up. And one is, I think, so as somebody that identifies as bisexual, you get it so often, you know, when, when did you realize that you sort of, you preferred women or do you think you'd ever be with a guy again? Somebody is always trying to get you to prefer one to the other. And in my experience anyway, and I think, um, it's so hard to like, kind of evaluate yourself based on that. Do I have a preference? Like, you know, I like orange and I like black currant (laughs) and some days I'll prefer one to the other, but it's, that's a very sort of simple term of saying it. It's not that you, um, you know, you necessarily want one or the other one. It's just, it's, it's kind of peaks and troughs. I think, I think somebody said to me quite recently that a way to sort of, um, explain it, should you feel you want to not need to is looking at it as kind of like a percentage. So I'm not going to sit and say that I could never imagine myself being with a guy again, but currently when I do picture things like my future right now, it is more with a woman. Um, and it's not, yeah, it's not that never would I ever (laughs) good game. Never would I ever like picture it again with a guy. It's just sort of as my journey's going, that's kind of how I see things for myself. So when you sort of think, you know, people want you to kind of have a preference because I guess in a way it would be natural to that you sort of build up some kind of um, persona for yourself based on the relationships that you've had and what has worked and what hasn't worked. Um, But I guess the percentage thing kind of works for me in trying to explain it because I know a lot of friends kind of just think, well, you know, you've always been with men. And mm. now you're sort of dating women and what what do you expect? And then I think as well, there are other things to kind of consider because I've always been really vocal about wanting to have a family. And I think yes. still, still a lot of people seem to think that, you know, that ultimately means you're going to end up with a man. And obviously that's that's not the case. And I think that's another thing to kind of think about when you're sort of coming to terms with, um, your sexuality and what you want from your partner because it, it is a big thing but it doesn't have to be do you know what I mean yeah yeah definitely and I think I think what we're both saying is that um there's no big sort of like there's no right and wrong here is there like you like you've just got to try <laughs> you've got to try things, haven't you? Or you've got to, until that, cause there might be some people who, um, have just never had that experience open up to them or that chance to, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Um, I think it's like, I think it's a scale. I think a lot of things are on a scale, to be honest, I think. I mean, I feel like this in its, like, I would love to, I, I want to get into talking about scale, but I think that would, like, be a really good in its own podcast. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, I think we should definitely talk about this scale because I have my thoughts and opinions on that. But 
bit of clickbait for our listeners here. Um, <laughs> maybe that's our next one. Um, but I think going back to the point of, okay, how do you, like, how do you know when you know? Um, you've just got to go, go with experience, haven't you? Go with your gut and whatever happens, happens. And one thing that I do think is that nowadays with a lot of apps and what have you, like, cause most people meet, well, not most people, but, um, you've got the option now, haven't you, to meet someone on a dating app. Um, now I can see people either using that to be a bit more experimental because if you're on a dating app, like maybe you'll feel a bit more, um, have a bit more courage to like message someone of the same sex if you're if you're curious do you know what I mean yeah but then also I do think that like I mean it's hard in COVID times isn't it but sometimes you could just be at a bar um and you do meet this person of the same sex and I don't know there's something about them that you're drawn to so yeah I think I think my sort of how do you know when you know just you just got to go with it haven't you and and experiment and um as long as no one's getting hurt um (laughs) and people's emotions aren't played with uh do you know what I mean like you've just got to open I think I think the fact is that you've got to open yourself up and it wasn't until I personally opened myself up to the well even the possibility that I could be with a woman because before I did I was just very much okay um I I was very like most of my friends and people that I was surrounding myself with were um it was a a straight straight thing and it was the thing to for me to have a boyfriend and a husband one day and all that jazz um and like nursery stories or like Disney it's always like a man and a woman isn't it and stuff Mm so I think I think until I sort of like opened my eyes up and realized actually no but yeah but I do know that other people have different experiences isn't it like so it's just it's just an interesting one isn't it yeah I think sort of again I think it'd be a nice little episode in itself to talk about things like how a lot of what we see is heterosexual and how when you're sort that of... That is definitely... Uh, see, people, there's two other episodes coming off the back of this one. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I... Obviously, I've spoken about how I resonated so strongly with seeing, you know, gay storylines and being sort of exposed to gay culture in some way. Um, so I think that'll be a good episode as well to chat about. But I think just to kind of round off this section, if somebody was to say to you, like, in maybe like a one line answer how do you know you're gay what would you say I can't come on Jess you know me I'm a blabber I can't just do a one line answer because I would say I think the difference is if you're starting to think about somebody and it's it's this level of sort of um curiosity or this admiration that goes beyond obviously what you would recognize within a friendship that's kind of obvious that you're thinking about them in a different way. Yeah. Or if you, so for example, for me, um, I, um, so again, I think I said this in like the first episode, but like when I realized that I fancied my gym instructor, at first I thought that I was just appreciating the woman form and like someone who was very fit. And I was doing that. But then when I realized 
like my thoughts were going elsewhere. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, and sometimes you've just got to like let instinct happen, don't you? <laughs> that sounds so animal but yeah but yeah but like yeah like if I mean I think one thing that um I struggled with when I first realized was I would I would be terrified to go and chat up a woman because what if she isn't gay um but then <laughs> what I think is that like if that person isn't gay then then she'll probably tell you have a nice chat and yeah do you know what I mean like that's um, so interesting because would you think that going up to a man would you be like I can't chat him up because he might be gay well I'm not really I don't think I I think it depends who you are as a person like I wouldn't necessarily go and chat someone up so um (laughs) do you know what I mean like for me it's more about um so I either meet people through dating apps or like through friends or like situations or so obviously when I was at uni um situations or not like (laughs) not in a weird you know what I mean like you get invited to some sort of gathering because your friend's there and you meet do you know what I mean or no yeah it just sounded really funny I couldn't situations Stop it! You're making me blush. Like nothing, nothing crude here. Um, but yes, um, I mean, I feel like we've rounded that off quite nicely. Do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> also, as well, I'm saying I've rounded it off, but I just want to further from there as well. Is the idea of you being terrified to chat up a female? Can we just say that quite? I'm I'm generalizing. This isn't everybody, but. Females are a lot more sort of, um, there's a lot to them in their body language and how sort of inviting and welcoming they are. It's very easy to be gay-baited into it, don't you think? Um, What, what did you say? It's very easy to what? <laughs> gay-baited? Yeah, like, well, I think before I sort of realised I liked women, I loved flirting with women because it was harmless it was it was fun no one was getting hurt it was safe and then all of a sudden you're like actually (laughs) kind of dig that That that's quite nice um Mm. but women are very sort of open and emotive and it's kind of it's hard to read sometimes so I don't think you can be like I wouldn't go and speak to her because she might not be gay because yes it's hard to tell yeah and I mean that was I mean I think yeah I've come on I've come on a lot so this was when I first so I'm talking oh is it like this was like seven or eight years ago sort oh, of thing do you know what big, I mean like yeah. where so I was um when I first went with my first date with a girl I was I mean and this is going to be another episode in itself but I was terrified like even like holding a hand in public but again I don't want to get into another topic because like PDA and things in public is going to be another good topic here um see this is just a good podcast people (laughs) we've got so many different venues and avenues but yeah Yeah. like I'm not saying that like I'm scared now and yeah and at the end of the day if someone is ever horrible to you um for whatever reason then they're just a dick anyway (laughs) so (laughs) and I haven't got time for people like that um but but yeah I just think you just open yourself up um (laughs) (laughs) two experiences and situations and you just never know do you so jess 
I believe that this week you've got um, our news story that we're going to debate. Yes, I do. So this was a news piece from the BBC. And this is all about how BBC staff can attend pride parades. And this is something that has come from their director general, Tim Davey. So it was previously said before that, well, published actually on Thursday, that BBC News employees shouldn't attend marches about controversial issues. So naturally, this caused a bit of an uproar on social um, but it has since been said that journalists can attend events like Pride or anything which supports the LGBTQ plus community as long as they are not taking a stand on politicised or contested issues. So I think, um, obviously, up for discussion between ourselves, but I think they're, what they're saying is, whereas this has kind of been perhaps discouraged previously so that the people that are delivering our news and presenting our news aren't taking a stand on political issues or showing any kind of bias in any way. It's now being said that they are allowed to do so as long as they're not expressing personal opinion um, on anything that is sort of public policy or politics or controversial. Right, okay. So even if they were to go in a personal manner and not a work manner, they still have a certain way that they have to behave. Yes, so I believe. Okay. I mean, I mean, where do we even start with this one? What's your good good feeling on this one? Uh, Well, so for anybody who doesn't know, and I'm sure... Nobody actually gives a shit. Um, I uh, trained to be a journalist. So I understand from a perspective that when you are sort of talking about the news and you are a figure that is sort of meant to withhold no judgment and have no bias, um, that things like attending Pride or any kind of social movement um, could be seen as you sort of um, identifying with that and having some kind of political... um, you know, preference or a mm. political stand on something. However, as a basic fucking human, I think, you know, if if somebody said to me, you know, you can't go to this because of your job, whatever that job might be, I'd be pissed off. I'd feel yeah. like it's very anti-human to me to sort of say, whatever you believe in as a person, whatever affects you in your personal life, you can't bring to work. Yeah. But it so is blurred lines because I also kind of understand in some mm, sense. Not so to, I mean, sorry. I mean, to me, it's like you make a good point. It's it's a human, it's a human right, isn't it? To, yes. And it's not just um the fact that you might be gay yourself, or do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a human right to be able to do what like is yeah if you if you feel strongly about um like the lgbtq community and you want to get involved and you want to support then why shouldn't you be allowed to do that that feels very controlling and like a bit silencing that you're being silenced a little bit yeah i think that's the thing i think even if you're not gay or you know your friends aren't gay or somebody that you love isn't gay but you still feel passionately about the movement you should be able to express that and support yeah. that publicly I think there are some things where I could understand you know if it was anything that was super negative you know if it was anti these movements 
completely understand why you wouldn't do that. Well, one, again, as a human, but two, as, you know, somebody that would be a correspondent for news or something. Um, yeah, because... But I think anything that's pro, as long as it is positive and it is, yeah. you know, it's for the people, it's um, sort of, it's all about community and bringing people together, then... I can't, I can't see why there would be an it's issue It's a celebration at the end of the day, isn't it? It's a celebration that um, another sort of um, quote that is heard a lot, but love is love. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, and the whole thing of pride, it's a celebration that like people, people can love who they want to love. It doesn't matter if um, they're the same sex or different sex. Do you know what I mean? Like love is love at the end of the day. And pride is all about celebrating that. And, um, and I think there's a sense of community as well. Like if you're part of this community that's supportive and loving each other, your job shouldn't, and I, I get that if you're a journalist, you need to have a certain like bias. Uh, no, what's the opposite? You need a certain unbias, sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it just, anything anything where someone's not allowed to do something or they're told they're not allowed to do something does not sit right with me because- yeah. It gets my back up too. Yeah, like they, pride- pride is there for a reason and it's and it's needed and um it needs to be acknowledged and it needs and you should and as soon as someone's felt like they're not allowed to do something or they want to but do you know what I mean it just just doesn't doesn't feel right with me yeah and I also like from a news perspective I think you know as a journalist sure thing I understand why you can't really show any kind of preference towards you know Labour or Conservative or whatever your political party preference might be I understand that that makes sense but to sort of allude to the fact that pride might be something which shows a bias to what what how does that affect politics in a sense of you know can you not can you not be conservative and still be gay Mm. it's ridiculous yeah, because at the end of the day, um, being gay doesn't make, like, that's not you as a, pe- like, that's just a yeah. part of you. It's like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, like, just because you're gay, that's not just th- the thing that's all about you. Like, there's other things to you and, and stuff like that. So, um, I mean, I think it's good that they've officially said that you're allowed to go. Um, but what was the other part of that? But they can't be seen to get involved with anything what was that one second let me just double check it was they so i will quote for quote mr davey said journalists could attend if they were not taking a stand on politicized or contested issues so it's all about sort of maintaining the broadcaster's impartiality but there is some contested issues that matter though yeah exactly (laughs) so that yeah and they're contested issues because I don't know like there needs to be something done about it or I mean what are the BBC what would the BBC be scared of that um something happens and someone a journalist that they're associated with does something bad and then that backfires on them is that what they're worried about I think so one thing to sort of mention is that they've said anyone that kind of works for the BBC outside of news and current events can do so and do exactly as they please as a private individual, whatever that means. 
But oh, okay. I so think in a professional capacity. Yes. Basically. And then anyone that sort of does work within news and events, it's it's then seen as okay. Well, they have sort of some kind of duty and reputation to uphold, so they can't, you know, they can't sort of compromise um, their position based on what their political thoughts might be. Hmm. It's it's, oh, it's, it's a, a very strange one, one that yeah yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting um, to know our listeners' thoughts on this. Um, and we will, um, at the end of the show, we will uh, give out where you can find us and, it, like, get in touch with us. Um, but, like, um, anything that we talk about on this podcast or anything, do you know what I mean? Do get in touch with us and say what you think and, and, and things like that. Because, yeah, it'd be interesting to see other people's point of view, won't it? Yeah, let us know. Let's have a discussion. Um, now it's time for my favourite part of the podcast, Jess. Oh, I wanted to call you Jessica then, oh, but right. I realised that I've never called you. I've never known you as a. Je- I've always known you as Jess. I always forget that my name's Jessica. Actually, I don't ever introduce myself as that. The only person that calls me that is my mum when she's angry. <laughs> is it like? Do you get first named and last name? Like I get Jessica Pease. I get first name and second name, so I get Jessica Dion, actually. Oh, which is which is a stage name if ever I've heard one. <laughs> Jessica Dion. Um, fun fact about me: I don't have a middle name, and at school when I was younger, I used to pretend that my middle name was Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just obviously thought that Sarah Jasmine McDowell rolled off the tongue, didn't I? Actually, that's quite nice. No, you said it. <laughs> yeah, Sarah that's Jasmine quite cute. McDowell. You should totally change it. See, I I normally get Sarah, not but um, it does make me laugh because um, people try and shorten every flipping name, don't you? So yeah, I get I get says. Um, I used to get sassy at school. Um, Sarah is a is a favourite one. Like if if people want something, it's like Sarah, <laughs> and I'm like, Aww. oh, what do you want? What's going on? Um, but yeah, so that's cute. Right. Um, I want to do like a little drum roll. We need like a oh, we need like a jingle for this bit. But it yeah. is. Do you want to introduce it? No, this is your mate. Oh, as in like the segment? Have I not yeah. said? No, have I not, not even you just said it's the segment. You just oh. said it was your favourite part, and then never told anybody what it was. <laughs> I like to leave people in suspense, Jess. Obviously. <laughs> uh, so yes, this part is um, this week's made-up lesbian. Well, lesbian word of the week or gay word of the it's week? Yeah, gay... I think we say gay word. Let's okay. include everybody in this bit. Yes, we're very inclusive. Uh, so this week's gay word of the week is. Drum roll. What, oh. you want me to do a drum roll? I want you to do a drum roll. Okay. <laughs> it's by five. <laughs> by five. Can you so, spell that? So oh, it's, it's, it's by as in B-E-B-O. <laughs> B-I. <laughs> and yeah. then five. By five. By five. And can you explain to our so, glorious listeners what by five means? Bi five is like a high five, but between two bisexuals. 
Um, and I flipping love this one. I just think it's so ridiculous and so cute um, that I think it deserves a place in the in the gay dictionary. In the gay dictionary, yeah. It's even though yeah. I couldn't spell it. <laughs> <laughs> I am pleased to say that it is in the dictionary now. Yay. Once it gets said on the podcast, it gets put in the gay dictionary. So. Um... <laughs> Uh, so yes, I mean, can I want you to use by five in a sentence, please? Okay. Um, oh, I, I can't. I can't use it. In a, I can use it in a story. So I can tell you how I came across the by five. So I was trawling through YouTube looking at coming out videos because why not? I think there's something quite heartwarming about it and hearing other people's experiences. And anyway, I am sort of low-key obsessed with somebody called Dodie Clark and she is openly bisexual. She's a singer-songwriter. She's very sweet, very um random. And she made this video years back um, sort of coming out on her YouTube channel. And she made a little song about it, which is quite jazzy. If you want to go and listen to that, I would highly recommend. It's quite cute. Um, and she sort of said, if you're bi like me, let's get a bi five. And I just thought it was the sweetest <laughs> thing. I thought it was the sweetest thing. High five between bisexuals. Love it, Jess. Love it. You've brought a smile to my face. Oh, I try. I aim to play. You know, you know what doesn't bring a smile to my face? Go on. It's the end of this week's Lipsticks podcast, isn't it? Oh, it is. They always go so fast. They do go so fast. Maybe we just... We're both talkers. Maybe. I mean, it'd be a bit awkward if we weren't, because I don't know <laughs> if the podcast would work, would, would it? <laughs> uh, well, yes, that's true. <laughs> um, but thank you very much for tuning in to our second episode. Um, so, yeah, I thought you were thank you. thanking me then. I was like, I have <laughs> to be here. <laughs> thank you for showing your face, Jess. For, like, no, it's not showing your face, is it? What would you say in a podcast manner? Thank you for sharing your being voice. present. Sharing, yeah. <laughs> I just did finger guns at the laptop. <laughs> we are cool. We are the cool kids. Um, but yes. So if you would like to get in touch with us, and we want to, so uh, we want to, we would love to hear from you. Um, so even if it's just to say hi, if you want to say nice things, if you want to um, share a story or ask us a question, we will keep everyone anonymous. Is that I had anonymous. to think about saying anonymous, 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 anonymous. Yes. So anything that you do, email us. Or if you've got a question or you want to share a story, um, then we will keep you anonymous. Do not worry. Um, yes. I've realised what you're saying wrong. <laughs> what am I saying wrong? <laughs> anonymous, anonymous. You say anonymous. Anonymous. <laughs> Anonymous. Oh my God. English is so hard. We won't say your name. <laughs> we won't say your name. That's there what we she means. We, um, we have an email address. What is our email address, Jess? Our email address, Jess, is thelipstickspodcast at gmail.com. It is. Well there done. we go. <laughs> I remembered. <laughs> Um, and on the socials, uh, we are personally on Twitter and Instagram, aren't we? So Jess, what are your andals, as it were? My andals. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at, at 
PSA, so that's P-E-A-C-E with three Y's on the end. Because I'm greedy. Because I'm greedy. And then on Instagram, it's at PSA with an X. So that's P-E-A-C-E with a Y and an X. What about you, Sarah? Uh, On on both Twitter and Instagram, I am Sarah MCD UK, which also spells out Sarah McDuck. So, you know. Um, I love that. When you said this last week, I remember thinking, oh, I remember watching CD UK. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Was it Cat Bailey? That's time? a flat. Yeah, I mean, flash from the past. You're showing our age here, Jess. <laughs> just, just saying, like. Well, um, we're not the same age, Sarah, but let's not pretend. <laughs> uh, what? Well, I know I'm the older. I'm the older and wiser one. Yes, guys. you are very wise. We're the same I'm bracket. So wise. So wise. Uh, right. Um, shall we say goodbye and then till next time? Goodbye until next time. Well, what's your no, you have your own one that you meant to <laughs> sign off with. Um well, classically I usually say if anybody needs anything, let me know. But um I don't no! think, I don't think that's right. <laughs> no, your peace out thing. Because <laughs> your last name is Peace. Come on, woman. Okay. Peace out. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bye for now.